The Lord be with you. Now, this Sunday, I'm doing something a little different. I've got um, a reflection on St. Catherine of Siena, whom I think is just a beautiful saint for our time. And I would just encourage you to look her up and uh, see what wisdom St. Catherine of Siena has to share for us today. And so to begin, I just have an excerpt from the introduction of um, O'Driscoll's compilation of a few of the works of St. Catherine. St. Catherine was a prolific letter writer. She wrote to everyone from the Pope to prostitutes to priests to bishops to cardinals, um, government officials, anyone who would receive her letters she wrote to, and she was a uh, precocious, powerful, um, strong, (laughs) strong writer. And so this is an excerpt from the introduction of O'Driscoll's book on St. Catherine. Catherine of Siena, whose writings we shall reflect on in this little book, lived over 600 years ago. We may well ask, what is the point of returning to the 14th century to get help for ourselves today? And what a young Italian laywoman who lived so long ago could possibly have to say to us? There are several answers to these questions. It is frequently remarked, that there are many similarities between our times and the times in which Catherine of Siena lived. Catherine of Siena had much to say that was relevant and helpful to her contemporaries. There is a good chance, therefore, that she can speak to us too. This chance is enhanced by the fact that she has officially been given the title of Doctor of the Church, a title which recognizes the perennial value of her theological teaching. We can therefore approach this laywoman from Siena with eagerness and confidence asking her our questions. We will find that she can give us satisfactory answers, not necessarily rounded and conclusive, but of such a kind that we are encouraged in a new way to continue in our pursuit of truth and love. So that's from Catherine of Siena, Passion for Truth, Compassion for Humanity by O'Driscoll. The majority of St. Catherine's writings were in the form of letters written to an incredibly diverse group of people. Uh, So I encourage you to look her up. She does indeed have much to say to us in 2020, and her writings can also be found online. Uh, Here I will give... I'm not going to talk a lot. I'm just going to give an excerpt from one of her letters that she wrote to... Uh, officials in Bologna, and so it's a letter about authority and how authority should be used. This is St. Catherine of Siena. In the name of Jesus Christ and of gentle Mary, dearest brothers in Christ, gentle Jesus, I, Catherine, servant and slave of the servants of Jesus Christ, write to you in his precious blood, desiring to see you divested of the old self and clothed in the new self, In other words, I want to see you divested of the world and of sensual love, sensual self-love, which is the ancient sin of Adam, and clothe the new Christ, gentle Jesus, that is, with his living charity. When this charity is in the soul, she does not seek her own interests, but is liberal and generous in returning what she owes to God, namely, live of him above everything else, love of him above everything else, and, hating and despising selfish, selfish pleasure-seeking, 
love of herself in God, giving glory and praise to his name, and what she owes to her neighbor, namely, goodwill, rooted in tender charity and ordered love. When one is in charge, one often fails in true justice, and this is the reason one is afraid of losing one's status. So, in order not to displease others, one keeps covering and hiding their wrongdoing, smearing ointment on a wound which at time needs to be cauterized. Alas, how sad I feel when those who should use the flame of divine charity to burn out crime by holy punishment and correction, administer, administered in true justice, flatter others and pretend not to see their wrongdoing. They behave in this way toward those whom they think may harm their position, but toward the poor who seem insignificant and whom they do not fear, they display tremendous enthusiasm for justice, and showing neither mercy nor compassion, they exact harsh punishments for small faults. What is the reason for such injustice? Self-centered love. Such miserable worldly people are deprived of truth, and therefore they do not recognize the truth, neither God's truth, which desires their salvation, nor their own truth, which would keep them in a true position of lordship. If they knew the truth, they would see that only living in the fear of God preserves their position and the city of peace. In order to remain in true holy justice, rendering to all their subjects their due, they need to show mercy to those who deserve mercy. Not, not on sudden impulse, but out of truthful conviction. They need likewise to exercise justice toward those who deserve it, a justice seasoned with mercy and not the result of impulsive anger. Their motivation will be not what people say, but wholly true justice, and they will be concerned not for any private good, but for the common good. You understand, therefore, dearest brothers and lords, how self-centered love destroys the city of, of the soul, and also destroys and overturns earthly cities. I want you to know that nothing has so divided the world, turning people against one another, as has self-centered love, from which injustices have sprung and still spring. Remember then, that if you are clothed in sensual and selfish love, you cannot help God's servants, and those who do not help themselves by growth and virtue, and with enthusiasm for true justice, cannot help their people's city. I stress, therefore, that you need to be clothed in the, in the new creature, Christ, gentle Jesus, and his indescribable charity. But we cannot be so clothed unless we first divest ourselves, and I won't be able to divest myself unless I see how harmful it is to hold on to the old sin, and how useful is the new garment of divine charity. For when sin is seen, it is hated and stripped off. Then a person loves, and in loving it's clothed in the garment of true virtue woven with the love of the new creature. This is the only way. That is why I told you that I desired to see you divested of the old self and clothed with the new self, Christ crucified. In this manner, you will gain and keep both the state of grace and the state of your city. And you will never fail in the reverence you owe to Holy Church, but rather 
you will graciously render what you owe and keep and you will keep your position of dignity i have no more to say remain in the holy gentle love of god gentle jesus jesus love saint catherine of siena letter to officials of bologna saint catherine of siena pray for us